Warning, this podcast episode contains swearing, drinking, references to phobia, and dead children. Listener discretion is advised. Also, Black Lives Matter. We stand with you. Be sure to check out the description, where we have posted some directories for places where you can donate and show your support. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to Demons and Bellinis, the podcast where we whip up a drink and talk about some spooky shit. I'm a scary little doll that you found in your local thrift store, Molly. And I'm opening my imagination to what I didn't see, Ashley. Sexy. Today, <laughs> we will be discussing the lovely Mandy the doll. So grab a beverage of your choosing, get cozy, and check your closets for those <laughs> from Toy Story. And remember, stay peachy. Did you say those witches or those <laughs> from Toy Story? Those bitches from Toy Story. <laughs> oh. sorry if you guys hear some uh background noise today because evidently both me and ashley um our families have decided to make noise so that's fun <laughs> we know, can't escape that's them yet about quarantine yeah no although i'm technically free from quarantine now kind of yeah i have a job <laughs> mm-hmm. i have a job as well i started yesterday and I only had one person who was disgusting to me, so that was fine. Oh, congrats. Yeah, it was like this guy who was like, um, so what are you doing after work? And then I was like, uh, studying. And he was like, oh, you're going to the library? Me too, we should go together. And immediately I'm just like, I'm gay. <laughs> go away, please. Because, I don't know, I just don't understand is the rationale behind flirting with people when they're at their workplace God, that's so, of work. Yeah, no, it's really gross. <laughs> is, yeah. is she, you know, hand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. So Having cool. to apologize for it. Because, like, that's, like, the thing about saying you're gay is that, like, I don't know. It's it kind of makes it so it's like, oh yes, it's it's not you, even though it's definitely you. It's you, I just don't play for your team. It's just only a half lie, you know. I don't. I don't like your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about your penis, boy. <laughs> okay. So what are we what are we talking about today? We are talking about a haunted doll. Oh. So to kick this off, I'm gonna like admit something. This thing in front of you guys, you know, today. Haunted dolls happen to be literally my biggest fear in regards to, like, spooky stories. Like, I just cannot. Mm. Like, I think it's because when I was uh, in, like, Girl Guides, which is basically Scouts, mm-hmm. um, like, the spooky story to tell was always Polly, which was basically just a retelling of Chucky, as I understand it, because I've actually still never seen Chucky because oh. I just cannot. Yeah. But it was, like... Like, they would always go, like, oh, Polly's coming out the stairs. And I'm just, like, not here for that, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what is your paranormal phobia? Being touched. Being touched? Yeah. You don't, like, or, like, what's, like, your, like, I don't know. Like, what's your uh, phobia in terms of, like, stories? I mean, I guess, again, like, it's really simple things. Like, I really don't like it when people are, like, I mean, it's not simple, but, like, 
I guess like when things get physical, like when people are like dragged out of their bed or like just mm. literally just touched at all. Yeah. Like right. I just can't handle that. That like there's something I think really disturbing to me on a weird kind of like like monkey brain level that like yeah <laughs> that like the idea of being touched by something and you like feel the hand like you know what it feels like to have a hand on your shoulder and you feel that but you can't yeah. see it there's just something <clears throat> can't do it can't yeah. do it can't do it can't do it totally get that like it's like that like fear when you get out of bed in the morning and you're scared that like something's gonna like grab your ankle yeah like just i think just don't touch me <laughs> yeah yeah i had like this experience i'm not sure if it was just like a shiver or something but i remember being 13 and like crying in my room and i felt something like stroke my shoulder Ugh. it was just like disgusting like i understand that's meant to be like comforting but like just don't touch me don't touch me <laughs> <laughs> personal space they respect my bubble exactly you know uh, i was gonna make a joke about no no squares and stuff like that but you know about what like have you ever heard like that song where it's like no don't touch me there that is my no no square <laughs> like that but that's like just like my entire body <laughs> because you know always ask for consent before you touch please <laughs> Oh my god. I will accidentally punch you and I am sorry. No, I will purposefully punch you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dolls, right? <laughs> dolls, yeah. Super scary. I don't like them. It's also, like, it's kind of funny. Like, it's on one hand my phobia, but then also it's one of my favorite activities to go into antique shops with friends and go, okay, what's the most haunted thing here? I mean, I respect your fear of them. But they're also puntable yeah. size. Sorry? They're also puntable size. You are correct. You can punt that bitch. <laughs> what about the ones that keep on coming back? You just keep kicking. <laughs> My leg is bound to get sore eventually. I mean, you just pick it up and then you drop kick it like it's a soccer ball. Yeah. You know? It's like that, yeah, flight or fight, but, you know, I'm just punting it. Yeah. Just one... <laughs> Definitely. Do it into the ocean. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, haunted doll problem salt water. solved. Salt is good. If we're going off of the supernatural. Um... <laughs> oh god, is that show still alive? They actually had to, uh, like, I think they're actually. It's actually on hold from its last season because <sighs> of the situation. But I was actually on Tumblr today, and I cannot confirm nor deny this rumor, but apparently they've started making Fortnite references. And I can't tell if it's a shit poster or not. <laughs> I'm just, just imagining, no, like, no. the three people, like, you know, Sam, Tina, and Cass. If they are still Come on, three Sam, main characters, let's get this I've not bread. watched it in several years. Just, like, straight up just Fortnite dancing. This is how we know that we're in the wrong timeline. Yeah, definitely. Like, this is how we know that this was not what God intended. Yeah. No, it's like every every year since, I don't know, since I started high school, every year just gets worse and worse. It keeps getting worse. <laughs> My reasons. You no, know, ever since, you know, ever since Gangnam Style got off the trending page, it's just been going downhill. 
that again all right so mandy's a doll turn turn in mandy mandy yes mandy sounds like Um, she would call me a loser in high school (laughs) honestly probably and you know what yeah i respect everyone who would call me a loser because they're right Yeah, like, like I look at myself in high school and I'm like, wow, those are choices. Like, I was like, that she like wore like tights underneath shorts. Are you saying you're with, you're like, still not a loser? Oh wait. Okay. Um. Listen here, you little. <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely um not the coolest person ever, but it's okay. I'm like such. So- I like me, and that is what matters. I'm such a nerd, I want to throw myself into a locker. <laughs> I found, like, r- the real gold navy buttons in a little plastic bag today at my museum's archive that I'm working at, and I almost cried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds about this right. This is where I'm at, because these things make me so excited. But it's the nerdiest, stupidest thing in the world. But okay, I, I, yes, you're a loser, but also I understand that because I would probably be very excited by that as well. Dude, they were so cute. Because I'm... They had the little yeah. anchor on them. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I'm doing like, uh, this one, uh, class right now and we're studying like this play that i really like it's fun and i deadass went on tumblr to look for memes on this 15 like this this play that was published in 1592 or whatever i mean if like what i've come to learn is that if something exists there is definitely smutty fan fiction about it so there is no doubt okay like (laughs) There's this, um, like, okay, the, uh, the playwright of the play that I was looking at, uh, his name's Christopher Marlowe, and oh, because sexy. I was on Tumblr looking up Christopher Marlowe, oh. yeah, he definitely, he fucks, um, <laughs> I learned that there is this, um, modern, or not, like, not this, uh, show on TNT, which is not available in Canada. I had to, like, get, like, a VPN to watch it, but I didn't things. end up watching it. Yeah, um. <laughs> Or it's like this, like like William Shakespeare in his early years in London. Oh, and Christopher Marlowe's in it. That sounds gay. And the gay energy <laughs> is very, very high. They even kiss at one point, and there are so many gift sets about them. Yes. But it was also very upsetting when, like, I couldn't, like, I had issues finding it because they let me watch the first five minutes of it for free. And they had, like, London Calling playing oh, by The Clash. How could... And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, it's basically, like, William Shakespeare, Elizabethan playwrights, plus punk rock. Oh. Like, it's good. Oh, my God. Anyway, if you're in America, it's called Will. I'm, I'm currently watching it when I can. I'm enjoying it so far. I don't know, but, you know, you get sexy Christopher Marlowe, so it's fine. It's all good, baby. Nice. So for the third time, 
man oh yeah good shit (laughs) (laughs) okay this is like definitely not uh like um sorry i've already had wine so i'm like trying to i've just had a water i'm just tired (laughs) and i'm eating sugar oh i love it um like i just kind of like i knew that i wanted to do something on haunted dolls because haunted dolls are fun Mm -hmm. and creepy right and I like kind of looks like looking up like different doll names, and I was like, "Oh, this one, this one's fun." It turns out that she's actually uh, from British Columbia, oh. so we're going for another local case. Oh, it's in um, this town called uh, Quenzel, I think. That is. That's where my cat is from. Oh, Charlie! Yeah, he's in Quenell. Quenell. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's nearest to Prince George. Okay, thank you for the pronunciation. That's where my cat's Quenelle. from, guys. Cool. He was found in Quenelle by the SVCA, and then they brought him to Vancouver, and then we found him. Mm. He was a street cat. <laughs> he was. That makes a lot of sense. He is still feral. <laughs> he's so funny. No, he's like so spoiled rotten now. He's like just a brat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which means he's still feral. Like, one minute he will be like headbutting me, and then the next he'll be biting mm, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Just, yeah. Anyways, the doll. (laughs) Yes. So in 1991, Mandy, being around 90 years old at this time, was plopped onto the uh, curator's desk of the uh, Quenell Museum. Okay, this is... The donor said that... (sighs) Sorry? So, so like, I got this job at the museum, right? And I told you this, but they asked me at the end of my interview are you afraid of ghosts not do you believe in ghosts not what not what is your opinion on ghosts are you afraid of them (laughs) i'm glad that that was a question though but but they had to ask because apparently something happened in the basement where the collections are or the archive um with a past staff and that's all they told me i have no idea what happened um you gotta do some digging i know but um my thinking is that if there is an intelligent kind of spirit in that basement, it's attached to mm-hmm. an object because, like, it's yeah. not in the in the rest of the museum or it's not upstairs where the station master and his family lived. And as far as I know, no one died in that building, so it has to be that attached to something. And like the idea of like someone just donating something that haunted stresses me out so mm-hmm. bad because like well this is what this is about because like what i'm learning so, like what luck. i'm learning like because i want to be an archivist when i'm done school like what i'm learning at the museum like handling the artifacts and stuff like you have to handle them so much and if i'm holding something that's like demonically haunted i'm gonna want to eat it and I can't do that because it's historically valuable old. and it's old. <laughs> this stresses me out. This is why I stay awake at night. <laughs> well, if you want, it can make you some sort of protection, like something or other. I mean, maybe. I mean, I was down in the basement today for like the first time, like alone. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I did get anxiety really bad. But I think that that might be, like, a mixture of, like, me thinking about it and it being a very narrow space where mm. I was. So, like, just a little bit of, like, claustrophobia going on. And it, it yeah. went away after, like, I just, like, focused on my work and stuff. 
And like in my head, I was just thinking like, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. The power of Christ compels you. I have the power of God and anime on my side. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted. I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Update us on the Demons of Bellini's Instagram story. (laughs) They won't let me have my phone now. I can't. (laughs) Oh, damn it. You can't take a selfie with a sexy ghost. I don't even know where it is. God damn it. I know. I... (sighs) I mean... We could always just go down there with an Ouija board. That's not. An Ouija board. That's not. A Luigi board. A quiche board. <laughs> no? Are you sure that wouldn't be a fun and sexy time? No, but there has been a paranormal crew that did an investigation there a few years ago. Apparently, they said. caught EVPs. Don't know what they said. Oh, I love that. But they caught them. That is fun and sexy, man. I need to look into this more. This is going to, like, stress me out. But I also don't want to because okay. I work there full time. Yeah. <laughs> so, the doll was dropped off at the museum. Yes. In 1991, which, she was around so 90 <laughs> years old at the time. I believe she was supposed to be, I think she was made around 19, 1910-ish. Which is 90? Maybe. In, like, y- yeah. Early in, 1900s, start, I'd yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Germany. Hmm. That was just something that I saw online. This is all stuff that I found online. Can't say whether this is all, like, factual and stuff. This is just, you know, Interesting. what people have been saying about it. I mean, her. like, um, so the, I could, like, yes. Like, when it comes to, from, um, I just, like, sat through a lo- very long talk about accepting donations mm-hmm. to the museum. And at least at my yeah. museum here, it either has to be something related to the town, like something that is... Mm-hmm relevant to the town and the town's history or it has to be something that's mm-hmm. very rare so that yeah. could it could possibly be one of those two things like it's just maybe it was made by like a really rare kind of doll maker or um mm-hmm. it was owned by someone important to the town maybe just trying to think of like maybe, why the yeah. museum would accept it yeah i mean but then again like i mean this is in 1991 it's also in small town bc yeah it's kind of hard to say mm-hmm. you know Anyway, so the donor said that she was being donated due to her age, mm-hmm. and because the donor had a young child, and she was afraid that she might be damaged further. Mm. So the doll named Mandy was uh, had belonged to the anonymous donor's grandmother, but rather it was said that rather than being sad to be parted with what would have been such a treasured possession, the anonymous donator seemed to be happy to be rid of it. That's not a good so, sign. No, it's not. Oh, do you want to so, know the other thing about yes. donations? If, yes. It's just, I think this is a good thing for like most people to know. If you ever find what looks like an artifact to you or something that looks valuable and you think, oh, it should belong in a museum, or if you find something in your family's attic that should belong in a museum, know for certain that you want to give it away because once that you've given it to a museum, you cannot get it back. <laughs> That's good to know. You cannot get it back. Once it's in the museum's archive, it, it's theirs. You, you can't get it back. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that makes sense. It's it's also because museums are charitable organizations. So, like, they can't, right. it, it, there's some, like, weird logistical shit with that. But yeah, so it's like, that's just funny. Like, you know, they give this doll, they're just like, no, just, just, just take it. Just, just take, take it. it. Please. You know what? You know what else really stresses me out? And but I never see dolls what? at like Value Village. Yeah. It's bad. 
It's cursed. Yeah, like, when me and Ashley go to Valley Village, I'll sometimes point out dolls. I hate them. That I think are haunted. <laughs> yeah. They're, like... I don't know. Like, on the one hand, like, I used to have some, like, porcelain dolls. Like, oh, you know, I did too. Because family members just but... gave them to me. And I was like, do you think that I really want these? <laughs> I really liked them. It wasn't until I got scared of dolls. Also, I'm going to send you a picture of Mandy the doll. Just so, oh, like, do I want to see this? You know what she looks like. Is it like, yeah, it's on is this doll like the other doll where if you take a photo of it, it hates you? No. Okay. Maybe. Molly! Well, that's. Well, there are several on the internet, so it's fine, and it's in your Discord inbox, so deal with it. Ew! Oh my god! (laughs) This will be on Instagram. (laughs) So that's Oh my god! I had to- I closed my Discord so so fast. Oh my god. Like, legit, I feel genuine fear. I hate that so much. That's so scary. She's spooky. Ew! She's spooky. Yeah. So, needless to say, when the curator took hold of the doll, she immediately, I think, uh, yeah, she immediately felt uneasy. Uh, She she chalked the feeling up to the fact that the doll had an incredibly creepy look to it. Its clothing uh, was quite old old and faded. Um, the, The soft and stuffed parts of the body were ripped in places. But, and you know, the doll's face is a little bit creepy. A little bit? It's basically painted. Yeah, it has glass eyes, and, you know, the forehead over the doll's right eye is cracked. Kind of looks like the eye is protruding slightly. And it said that, you know, in person, it looks like it's peering at onlookers. Yeah, no, she's You know what? If I got that, you know Mm -hmm. what? I'd just burn the museum down at that point. (laughs) You cannot say that on the air. Next on Demons and Bellinis, we commit arson. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I would not accept that. I'd be like, no, that's your problem. This is your mess. <laughs> this is, this is yours. This, no. Yeah, I can't say that I've seen dolls like that in museums per se, but I definitely see them in, in antique stores all the time. Yeah. They're usually actually pretty pricey. Well, like, I mean, like, this, uh, if yeah. like a museum ends up not putting it into their collection, they will donate art like artifacts and stuff or old like things that they don't want or can't take to antique stores or to um auctions so like a lot of antiques might have actually come from museums a museum like a lot of museums are probably just like uh don't want this anymore or we don't need this you have it (laughs) Um, yeah i don't i think i've probably mentioned it before but like in um like the Fort Langley area, there are a bunch of an- really cool antique stores that I love going into. Mm-hmm. They're like little museums on their own. There's oh, you this, know, I um, like really want to go antique like surf- thrifting when like things are more safe. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one, uh, I think it's called the Antique Mall. It's in Fort Langley, and it's like just filled to the brim with all these cool artifacts, and I love it so much. I like got this um, vinyl from there i think for like maybe two bucks mm. in like mint condition mm. i think it was from the 1970s that's cool oh yeah it was super cool and like yeah there are a bunch of mm, really dolly. really cool artifacts there i love it all right you know what okay here's the other thing the doll is like super damaged too that's super damaged yeah. but it's damaged so like unless yeah. your museum has a like someone trained in preserving you can't take that mm-hmm. <laughs> right Sorry, I'm, like, spilling all of my, like, training from the past week, like, out onto this podcast. Well, I'm glad. But it seems relevant. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it definitely does. Like when I when I was kind of looking at this one story, I was like, oh, this is this is fun. This is fun and sexy. It's kind of a short one. So I was like, you know, hoping that maybe Ashley could add some stuff to it, which seems to be working so far. If, if like, because like, the, the museum that I work at, there, no one there is really trained in preserving, like, damaged artifacts, like, fixing them. Mm. Or, like, like we like we got one donation that the curator was like, why was this accepted? This is covered in mold. We can't, like, use this. <laughs> but it was, like, these. Mm-hmm. this really cool, it's from World War II. It's like, um, like a portable telegraph machine or Morse code. Oh. So like it has like a little the, the tappy thingy in it, and then on top of that it is, is a light, and and the light lights up to the taps that you put in or like the the Morse code that you put in. Ooh. It's pretty cool, but it's like moldy and falling apart, and we can't save it, and it's really sad because it's really cool. Oh, <laughs> I have this really cool like chair that belonged to my great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably around 100 years old now, but no one can really sit in it mm. because it's just cute. We like it. We also have this big chest that... Is that, turned... is that the, the chair that's in, like, that weird, creepy room downstairs in your basement? The one that... It's, like, the little rocking chair. It's, like, really Oh, short. yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's that one. We also had a chest that just turned 100 years old this year, so that was fun. <sighs> my chest just turned 100 years old, too. Ugh. <laughs> like a little like hidden compartment it is sexy <laughs> i love it that's where you put your drugs yes <laughs> yes 100 <100%. laughs> percent. so mandy was taken to the museum's workroom to undergo some maintenance okay so they had someone there who display. knew what they were doing <laughs> hopefully yeah. uh the doll was enclosed in a plastic bag you know just in case there were any bugs that were infested in it i think it's got a few you parasites know, probably <laughs> you know Maybe a ghost or two. Just, you know, maybe some demons. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. However, um, those who were... <laughs> those who were in the workroom actually... They, they didn't really like her. I mean, they could have sworn that they heard the bag rustle as if the dog was moving inside. And, um, oh. you know, it wasn't really the insects that were causing the movement because the doll would change positions. Oh, no! Ew. Yeah, uh, the staff weren't really a fan of her. Um, after the initial analysis of the doll was complete, uh, they photographed it to, you know, yeah. for record booking yeah, and for the, whatnot. Your digital archive. Yeah, she was photographed and then left in the lab overnight. Oh. The next morning, when the staff re-entered the lab, oh, they no. found that it had been messed up. The smaller objects had been thrown across the room, across uh, the floor. No! And larger, heavier objects had just been pushed over. No! And it's doing damage anytime. to the artifacts! <laughs> Not the artifacts! Okay, no, look, it is so stressful. But I mean, like, true. I get upset whenever I see That makes me so sad. Damage. That makes me angry. Angry. So this had happened any time that Mandy was left in a room by herself overnight. Oh. The the curator the curator actually mentioned that the mess kind of looked what would happen if a child had thrown a tantrum in the room. Ew, ew, ew. Yeah. I also found some information on the museum's website that said that the staff and the volunteers had like some weird experiences where uh, lunches would dis- would disappear from the refrigerator and then later be found tucked away in a drawer, which you know could be a prankster, but mm-hmm. You know, but I would have just eaten it. Yeah, footsteps would be heard when no one was around. Pens, books, pictures, and you know, 
of whatever else would go missing. Some were never found and some would turn up later. Hmm. But, you know, this was kind of all passed off as the staff being, you know, more absent-minded than usual, kind of that thing. Hmm. Um, so when Mandy was finally placed uh, on display, she was one of the first things that the visitors would see when they passed the entryway. I believe that there were a couple dolls in display. Hmm. Um, you know, they'd feel uneasy when they looked at the doll. Hmm. And... The, yeah, it kind of felt wrong. Mm-hmm. And at times, photographs would be taken of the doll would not develop, or they would be blurred or have, like, strange light anomalies around Ew. them. Oh, that's gross. And then it, yeah, it kind of got to the point where the visitors, you know, felt so uneasy that the staff had placed Mandy further back in the museum in her own dis- glass display case. Display case. <sighs> Uh, I also found some information that it was, she was also said to damage other dolls around her and thus had to be placed on her own. Oh my god. So you know, at that point, I just, I just get rid of it. Oh my god. No. And you know what, you were kind of correct in the fact that you're like, Mandy sounds like someone who would bully. That's exactly (laughs) what you're doing to the other dolls. (laughs) She's calling you a loser. Uh, Eventually, a psychic actually, um asked if they could hold the doll to see Uh-oh. what they could pick up. Yeah. Uh, upon reading the doll, the psychic said that it had suffered some abuse. Um, the spirit, not the doll. Oh. And so there's this origin story that I found online. Um, you know, it can't be proved because, you know, psychics, as we've kind of discussed in previous episodes, can't, you know, it's something that's subject to, you know, some questions. You can't always trust it. Mm-hmm. There's definitely been some um, hoaxes in the past, so just take this with a grain of salt. Okay. Um, so it was believed that the doll was actually found in the cellar of an old farmhouse. A man was walking past the farmhouse when he thought he had heard some crying from within. The odd part about this was that the passerby knew that the farmhouse was empty, abandoned, so no child really should have been present. Ew. He walked up to the drive and knocked on the door. No answer. I'm also reading this off of a website, so uh-huh. th- these aren't really... My words I'm quoting here. Okay. Uh, the crying continued, so he had a look around. He entered the empty farmhouse and discovered the crying came from below his feet. Ew. Not knowing how to access the building's cellar from the inside, he went back outside to find the external entrance. As he opened the storm do- doors, light illuminated the room, and he made a shocking discovery. The body of a young girl, long dead, lay on the floor, a doll in her arms. <sighs> oh, ew. oh, Oh, that's wrong. Yeah. Oh, that's really wrong. Which is actually kind of similar to um, that Island of the Dolls story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ew. Which is like, um, this is actually a really funny one. A really funny one. But it's actually kind of funny that this comes up because this is actually what I had originally thought I wanted to do my first story on mm-hmm. when we started this podcast. Um, but I was worried about pronunciations and stuff, which mm. is, you know, has never been my strong suit. And that's never really stopped me before, unfortunately, because I am just terrible at everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, there's this uh, island, um, I think it's near Mexico City, yeah. where there was this uh, a guy who, in the 50s, discovered the body of a young girl mm-hmm. um, drowned by his island. Yeah. And um, a little while later, after the body had been cleared out, um, another doll washed up in the place, and he believed that it was the spirit of the young girl. Yeah. So he put it in the trees, and then over the years he began collecting all these dolls Ugh. and putting them in the trees. <sighs> he would, like, you know, it became, like, his life obsession. Yeah. 
And later, he was actually, I think in the 90s or early 2000s, he was found... I'm also reciting this off the top of my head. Yeah, so he was found dead in the lagoon, right? Like, face down, like, just yeah. where the girl was, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly, in the same place. So you can actually... if I highly recommend looking up pictures of the Island of the Dolls, because let me just tell you, it is so creepy. I watched the Ghost Adventures episode of the Island of the Dolls. Yeah. BuzzFeed Unsolved actually did an episode of it, like one of their first ones in like oh, that yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where it's like three cases of demons. It's a pretty they, like, like iconic location. Like everyone oh, totally. kind of knows about it, even if you aren't into the paranormal, you still kind of know about it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's so creepy. Oh, yeah. It's like it's just very visually disturbing. Yep. But I feel like Mandy would probably fit in with all these dolls. But she totally would. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Creepy. <laughs> I'm not finished. Sorry. Um, so it's not it's not known why the girl in the cellar, like who is it, like who like who it was, mm-hmm. whether it was like you know whether she died by accident or some sort of like crime or punishment. This is what the website says. Regardless, um, it's believed that when she died, her spirit decided to inhabit the doll. Well, I mean, okay, wait, wait. You said punishment, right? Like what kind of punishment? I don't know. It's just that's what the website says. Where it's like maybe she had done a crime, and it's like probably not. Well, it's a kid. <laughs> There was a kind of very, I think it was Catholic relig- um, uh, form of punishment that was dealt to just about anybody. Like, if you committed, like, a sin atrocious enough, this would happen to you, where they would wall you into a room and just let you starve to death. Um, oh my god, yeah, like that, um, that, that, uh, Poe story. Yeah, 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 so, like, they would, you'd be walled in, right? Um, and this yeah. is, like, recorded happening to, like, multiple people. Um, so, I mean, that, I that could have happened. So like, she could have been walled into, like, the cellar or something. If it was, like, an extremely, like, religious kind of, you know, family or something. Mm-hmm. or That could have been a possibility. Yeah. Ooh, I hate that. Yeah, it's really disgusting. It's yeah. like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, like, this story, like, obviously, like, it doesn't really have you know, a lot of proof to it. However, there is a link between this origin and um, what the donor, uh, the anonymous donor of the doll had actually said after she was interviewed later. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, after all these strange events started happening with the doll, the curator decided to visit, you know, the donor. Mm -hmm. And it was here that the, the curator learned the truth. The owner had not donated the fear for fear of her daughter breaking it. Um, you know, if that had been the case, she could have just placed a doll in a box and out of reach. But the reason was that when the doll was in her house, she the woman would hear crying coming from the cellar. Ew. And when she would go investigate the source of the sound, she would find nobody there. Except for the cellar windows being open and the doll on the floor. Oh. This is gross. Disgusting, right? Molly, this story is really uncomfortable. I just want you to know that I'm very uncomfy right now. <laughs> I'm very uncomfy with the energy that we've created in the studio today. <laughs> the uncomfy energy on this bus is astronomical. The astronomical. <laughs> have you seen the Trap um, remix of that? I have. I love it so much. <laughs> okay, but that person does like the best impersonations of Karen. So good. I love it. The secretary walk. <gasps> oh. Yes. That's just so good. <laughs> have you seen the one on like Bath and Body Works? What? No. Oh, uh, I'll have to find it and send it. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, this began to happen more frequently to the anonymous donor. So she decided to get rid of it and donated it to the um, Quinellan District Museum. Mm. And, you know, on the very first night that the doll was no longer in her house, the unexplained crying stopped. Oh. So we love that. Um, please don't donate you know, haunted things to museums. Please don't need to deal don't. with that. We're not trained on how <laughs> to deal with We have to with deal ghosts. with Karens. You know, there's not enough budget for the for a psychic for, um, you know, an exorcism to take place. There's really not museums enough. Museums are already so... Oh my god. We can't afford... They're already <laughs> underfunded. We really are. Please visit your local museums and donate to them. We're trying our best. Please. Yeah, so <laughs> if you want, you can donate or you can uh, visit the Quinell Mu- District Museum. Do they still um, have the doll? Mandy is still there. <laughs> you know, if you happen to be in the Quinell area, the Prince George area, which is, um, for reference, further up BC than we are. I think it's like, oh, yeah, it's up north. Uh, like a 12-hour drive. Yeah. So maybe more like 10. Yeah, because it's four hours away from Smithers, which is where my family used to be from. It's, so. like, from the, yeah. like, middle, middle nowhere BC. <laughs> no, it's not middle nowhere. It's just, like, you get out of, like, the Vancouver area, and that's just suddenly, like... Yeah. Well, like, kind of, because actually, like, because I've, like, driven through Prince George before. First of all, it kind of smells a little bit. Apologies for anyone who it might smells. be listening who's from <laughs> Prince George, but it smells, because there's a pulp mill. Oh, ew, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, like once you're driving out of it, there's like this like hour long drive when you're getting out of there where there's just nothing. There's nothing to look at. It's the most boring thing ever. Yeah, and I apologize again for anyone who's from Northern BC. I mean, that's just Northern kind of. BC though. It's just it is like yeah, it is. True. It depends yeah, too. If you're like sometimes. interior Northern, is kind of weird. But like mm-hmm. coast Northern is pretty. I've never been up there, but I'm like oh. I'd like to kind of drive through Canada, though. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, like, I really want to go see the Rockies. Yeah, they're nice. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that drive yeah. three times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Like, the, um, if you're going to, like, haul ass from, like, Vancouver to, like, Toronto, do yourself a favor. Don't stop once you hit Saskatchewan. Like, just keep driving. Because there is nothing in Manitoba and there is nothing in northern B.C., just haul ass. Well, I wouldn't mind kind of going to Winnipeg because that's where, um, like, you know, the indigenous, oh, indigenous yeah, yeah. part of my family's from. So I'd like to visit there. But yeah. other than that. Yeah, we I mean, never, like, like, we didn't stop in Winnipeg. We, like, drove south of Winnipeg. We never actually went yeah. there. Yeah. But also the thing about, like, lacks, I, I don't like places that don't have mountains. That sounds really weird, but because I've grown up in an, a very mountainous area, I don't like looking and seeing nothing. Okay, yeah, no. I mean, there's, like, there's a beauty, though, I think, in, like, like Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan's, like, oh, my God. It's, like, it's flat. Flat as all hell. Like, when they say it's flat, it's flat. Flat as my ass? Yes. It's concave. Okay. <laughs> love that. I mean, the concave ass. But, like, there's actually some really beautiful places in Saskatchewan. Like, talking about flat. Um, like, yeah. there's this really beautiful place called Buffalo Pound. It's, like, this valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's, mm-hmm. like, super flat, and suddenly it dips down into, like, this lake. It's so pretty. It was, like, one of the prettiest. I want to go back there so bad. It's so pretty. Oh, yeah. But, or, like, 
Well, let's just do a road trip. Yeah, or like um, Nova Scotia's like beautiful. Oh, I want to go to Nova Scotia so bad. Like, you know, so like Canada's pretty. Some places are a little bit trashy. I think it's um, New Brunswick and Labrador. A little while ago, um, me and Ashley were actually on call and we were looking up funny names. <laughs> in canada and so many of them are from newfoundland and lavender it is great but i think the one that i really like most was uh it's in ontario it's called balls fall <laughs> i just love it That's so much balls fall. hey so remember when that night when i brought up there's another um there's a cove and it's named starvation cove i found yeah. out why it's called starvation cove People died of starvation there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. In other words, there's uh, Conception Bay. I think that's one of the ones that's in uh, Newfoundland. Oh, and what was the cum one? There was a <laughs> There was a cum one somewhere. What was it? Yeah. Oh. Can I just make my last point to the Mandy the Doll thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that there is a Mandy the Doll film that was made, and I haven't watched it, but as far as I can tell, it's not accurate. Oh, <laughs> And that's it. But yeah, no. Oh my god, there are some funny names in Canada. I love it. <laughs> this episode has yeah. devolved into madness. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yep. There's. Let's see. Oh yeah. There's dildo in Newfoundland. Oh my god. <laughs> there's crotch lake in Ontario. <laughs> no, no one is allowed. Like, no white person is allowed to name anything in Canada from here on out. No, never. The society has moved past the need of white people naming towns dildo. Dildo. I want to take a photo in front of the um, the dildo sign name. Let's see. There's Climax in Saskatchewan. I don't know if I mentioned that. I really like this one. So it's in Quebec. It's called St. Louis du Louis du Haha. <laughs> With exclamation points oh my God. after each haha. Shag Harbor in Nova Scotia. That was it. That was, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, there was the Conception Bay. Uh, that's the end of this list. But I know that there's. This is the end of this list. Um, bonus episode. It's just <laughs> us reading off these names, <laughs> <laughs> reacting to them. Oh Top 10 names. Top 10 names. Canadian names that will make you bust a gut. Um, and I guess to wrap this episode up, uh, my question for you is, would you have a Bellini with Miss Mandy? Only one she's in the trash and I've set on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's it's bad. It's That's like, fair. She is very, she, she, she has that look about her. It's also like my worst nightmare now as like being in a museum and like being told that there's a ghost in the archive. Like, no, that's, mm-mm, uh-uh. No, no, sir. No, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'm good. You're good. I'm good. You're good. Would you have a Bellini with this lovely doll? Um, I don't know. I think the one reason why I wouldn't is that it sounds like her ghost is underage. Boring. You must be yeah. fun at parties. <laughs> I'm very fun at parties. You've had me at parties. <laughs> You've seen me. I'm a mother. Delight. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> I'm very boring. It's either like I'm super boring or I'll start talking about 
stuff like this. Like witchcraft. You know, I'll just start talking about stories about haunted dolls. Invite me to your party, people. I'm very, very fun. Good entertainment. She will bring a casserole. <laughs> yeah, I'll f- can bring like a bag of chips. That's not a casserole. I thought you said you wouldn't. Okay, I thought. Okay, I heard you say she wouldn't bring. No, a I said she. I said you would. I've never baked a casserole in my no, life. No, with that but I will attitude. If you invite me to a party. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no, I don't really have a lot of selling points, but that's okay. No, you have. You know, you I bring. Have, you have a lot of fun points, and sexy dude. energy sometimes. That's a point. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's true. That is true. And you got um, a sick frog tattoo? That's a point. I have a frog tattoo. It's a frog that has a beard and a hat. It's supposed to be a gnome, but sometimes people think that it's a wizard, which I also, you know, that's fine. So, wait, wait, wait. His I, name don't, is... I don't know if I ever... It, yes. It's an... You, like, came up with this idea, right? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> well, like, I was... I just thought it was such a great idea. It's actually a matching tattoo. And I was like, you know what? It's such a good idea of a tattoo that I can't not get it. Yeah. It just has to be created somehow. Yeah, that's bad. And I only realized later that it is cottagecore to the max. This was before cottagecore was cool. No, it was cool when you got that. Honestly, yeah. Because, like, okay, I didn't see it on TikTok for a while. Oh my! Because now I have a TikTok. No, but it's been like all the rage on Tumblr for like two years. That's fair. TikTok is yeah. TikTok well, is the app for I didn't, babies. I didn't realize for a while that it was cottagecore oh. until all of a sudden every gay person in the universe was obsessed with frogs. Frogs are for the gays Just only. That's true. If you like frogs, then you're probably gay. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Anyway, I, hate to, I hate to break up? it to you, sir, but you have stage you like five this. terminal K. <laughs> oh. I diagnose you with gay. Actually, probably talk about that now that that is a, something that we have brought up. Um, things really f-ing suck, mm-hmm. and it should not be controversial to say that Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, if you are financially able to do so, I highly encourage that you guys donate. Yep. Yeah. Or if you can't, yeah. uh, or if you can't find those YouTube videos, follow the rules on how to watch them and make sure that they get the ad read. That can be donated. Yep. Yep. They're also petitions. You know, just so- show your support. Yeah. Um, but- like content from black creators. Yep. yep. And, um, yeah, just in general, listen to black to, to black voices. Uh, we will leave some some uh, links in the description of whatever, whatever platform you may be listening to mm-hmm. for um, some resources. Um, our last, or I mean, our last episode that you're listening to right now hasn't been published yet as of the time that we're recording this, but that will also be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um, and there really ACAB. isn't a lot to say. Um, and like, we're... I mean, we're both yeah, white people. Yeah, I'm about to say so. that. We're like, not the voices that should be saying much right now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, just be a decent human being. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you that you should care about other human how beings. How many times do we need to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> no kidding, though. No kidding. But the old man is society. Because, you know, it's kind of structural. It's, it, it's always been structural mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. but, you know. Anyways, um, live fast, anyways, eat ass, um, fuck cops, yeah. have a great day. <laughs> please, please stay safe and uh, stay peachy. Bye. Stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we hope that you enjoyed the episode. This episode features the voices of Molly Lorette and Ashley Smith. Our theme music was composed and produced by Larry Lorette. Our cover image was designed by Kate, and sound editing was done by Molly Lorette. Have any comments, concerns, or cases you want us to cover? Email us at demonsandbellinis at gmail.com. You can also find us at demonsandbellinis on Tumblr, demonsandbellinis on Instagram, and at demonsandbellinis on Twitter. That's capital D and capital B. You'll also be able to find case pictures tweeted there and posted to our Instagram. Also, if you like what we do here in this little corner of the internet, make sure you drop us a donation off at Coffee, which you can find us linked in the description box. Thanks again, and we hope that you keep your ears open.